You're listening to a special edition of the weekly partial podcast recorded with Hashem's help. Ramah Hashem is Israel 5769-2008. I just had a small thought that I wanted to share with you about Hanukkah. We're coming to the last day of Hanukkah. You could be listening to this even after Hanukkah already. But I think the message that con- that's contained in this concept is something that applies to our lives all the time. And it's something that we learn from Hanukkah. One of the classic questions that they ask about Hanukkah, about the menorah, is we light the menorah for eight days. What's the reason that we light the menorah for eight days? Because there was a miracle that occurred back in the time of the Second Temple, where the Chashmonaim, the Maccabim, the Maccabees came to rededicate the temple after a tremendous war between themselves. There were very few, and they were able to defeat the great and mighty Greeks and the Greek culture that wanted to overcome them, to swallow them up, to make them lose their Jewish identity. They were able to fight back. They were Maccabi. Maccabi stands for me, Kamoicha Ba'ilam Hashem. Who is like you amongst the gods? Hashem. They recognized that their power was able to come from Hashem. They lit those candles when they came into the base of Mikdash. They were able to find one small parshem and one small jug of oil. And the miracle was that the, that jug of oil was only able to last for one day. But in fact, it lasted for eight days. So the classic question that they ask is, so we, we commemorate that original Hanukkah with eight days of lighting. But the truth is that the first day was not a miracle. The first day, there was that oil that was enough to last for that one day. So the question is, why do we actually commemorate eight days? There was no eight days of miracle. There was only seven days of miracles. There was seven days that it continued on, besides the first day, which was natural. That's the classic question that they ask. Now, there are 101 different answers to this question. But one of the answers to this question is that if they hadn't gone and lit it that first day, so if they hadn't lit that first day, if they hadn't taken that small paksham and that jug of oil that they found, if they hadn't taken that step, they didn't have that drive, that desire inside of them to be able to find that pachshemen, that jug of oil that was still pure. So then the miracle of the other seven days would not have occurred. Meaning, the first day, contained within the first day, even though there was no miracle, but still, contained in the first day was the potential for the subsequent miracle that would occur over the next seven days. So the first day itself was something to commemorate, something to celebrate, and that's why we light the candle for eight days. This past Shabbos, I spent in Jerusalem, in Yerushalayim, in Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel. It was so beautiful. It was Shabbos Hanukkah. Everyone, you you know, we walked through the streets. I was walking through the street on Friday night, Matzi Shabbos, after Shabbos was over, walking with my son. We're walking through the streets, looking at every single house. You looked in the window. You looked on the street. They were everywhere. There were candles. There were candles. It was so beautiful. My kid was so excited. My son, he's everywhere. He said, oh, look, Abba, another, another menorah. Look over there, another menorah. It was so beautiful. And to me, one of the things that stands out about that experience is this chizuk, this strengthening. When you see everyone around you is excited about a miracle, you hear someone over there is saying a bracha out loud with his family, they're singing al-hanisim, and you see the, the another menorah here, another menorah there. There's a tremendous chizuk, a strengthening that you get in yourself to see that other people are joining with you in, in this unbelievable miracle, in this unbelievable commemoration, and bringing down that light again into our lives, as we know, because every time we commemorate some kind of miracle that occurred in the past, 
It's not so, not just a one-time deal that it's something that happened in the past and we're commemorating it, we're remembering it. But no, in Judaism, the the light, the or that special shefa, the special influx that came down at one time comes down again into the world. The Hanukkah is a special time when Hashem gives us spe- special salvations, he brings down the special light. The Hanukkah menorah represents the concept of the Torah. In the Beis Hamikdash, in the Temple, they lit the menorah. It represented the Torah that we learn. There's a light, Kiner Mitzvah, the Torah Or. The, the mitzvos, the commandments, are considered like a candle, and the Torah is light. And when we see other people joining us together, we're all working together as a community, each one giving strength, each one strengthening one person the other, each one inspiring each other. So that's the message of Hanukkah in a certain sense. That's what I got out of this Hanukkah. That's what I saw as I walked through the streets of Jerusalem. Now I'd like to tell you a little story about how this whole Parsha podcast began. Baruch Hashem, thank God, I've been doing this every single week for over a year now. And what was it, you might be interested to, to know, what was it that inspired me to do this? I don't get paid, no one's, no one's doing it, no one's forcing me, no one's pushing me. Baruch Hashem, I have a nice amount of people listening to it, I think basically about at least 400 people almost every single week, Baruch Hashem, downloading this Parsha podcast. How did it start? What inspired me to do it? So about a year ago, a year and a half ago, so I was learning the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. And I dedicated myself, I decided I was going to learn it a certain amount of times. I was going over it very well. And there's a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, it says, And Avchav Gimel, it says, Amar Abyechan, Abyechan says, Kalaloi made Torah ve'enai melamda. Anybody who learns Torah and doesn't teach it, Doimel hadas pamidbar. He's considered, he's similar to a myrtle tree in the desert. What does that mean, a myrtle tree in the desert? That no one can enjoy it. What's a myrtle tree? So myrtle is known for its beautiful smell. It's something that we, we take it and it's part of the lulav bundle. But it's something that was used as a spice, as a perfume, something that smells nice. So a person who learns Torah but doesn't teach it to anyone else, so he's like the myrtle tree in the middle of the desert that no one can enjoy that beautiful smell. He's all alone, no one else to enjoy it. Then the Gemara continues and says, that there was another version of, of, of what Rabbi Yechanan said, Ikad Amri, anybody who learns Torah, umilamda, and teaches it, in a place where there is no Torah scholar, So a person who learns Torah, and teaches it in a place where there is no one else teaching it. So he's like that myrtle tree in the middle of the Midbar, in the middle of the wilderness, that if anyone's going to come along, that's the only one that's going to be there, and that's the one that's going to give benefit to whoever's walking along. It's like that oasis in the Midbar, in the middle of the wilderness, that uh, that's the only place that people are going to stop. So anyway, so I read this Gemara over and over again. Rabbi Yechanan says, if you learn, if you're learning by yourself and you don't teach it, so you're like a myrtle tree that's giving all smell, no one's there to enjoy it. Rabbi Yechanan says, if you learn Torah and you teach it to someone, to other people where there's no one there, so you're like a myrtle tree that's in the middle of the wilderness, that, that's the only one that people can enjoy. I kept reading it over and over again, and, and I decided, I said to myself, you know, here I am sitting in a base medrash by myself, in a Torah study hall, in the middle of Israel, in Ramat Beit Shemesh, and, you know, I'm learning for myself, so it's a little bit selfish. You know, it's time, it's time to do something. And at that point, I decided to go and start this Parsha podcast in Baruch Hashem. You know, you're listening to it right now, 
and we have a nice amount of people who are listening along with us together. We're, you know, we're, we're raising the spiritual worlds. We're, we're doing unbelievable things here. And the reason that I'm telling you this story is not to toot my own horn. It's not because I want to say, oh, wow, look how great I am. It's not, I'm not telling you this story for, for that reason at all. The reason that I'm telling you this story is because I want to share with you this story because I want to inspire you. Because every single person, you know, a year and a half ago, so there was no Divrei Torah, there was no weekly Parsha podcast that was coming out every single week. It didn't exist. It wasn't even a half a minute. It wasn't even a first thought in my mind to decide to do it. I hadn't done it. I wasn't going to do it. Just like every single individual who's listening to this podcast. So you may or may not be sharing with some other, some other person. You may or may not give over Torah to other people. But what I want to say is that every single individual has that power latent within them. It's not, so, it's not something that's like, oh, it's for someone else to do. It's not something that, that I can't do. Every single person can do it. It doesn't take too much effort. The amount of effort it takes is pressing play on an MP3 player and saying, here, listen to this beautiful word. I know that Baruch Hashem, you know, I've gotten a number of emails from different people. You know, one person emailed me saying that she, not only does she listen to it, but she excitedly plays it for some other people. It's a beautiful thing. It doesn't take a tremendous amount of effort. It may take a little bit of guts to say, hey, listen to this to your friends, but you can, you can play them in MP3. You can say, oh, listen, go, you know, you can send them to, it doesn't have to be me. It doesn't matter to me, you know, send them to a different place where there's Divrei Torah, simple to remember.com has a lot of great Divrei Torah. But, or you can start your own little shear. You can give a shear five minutes a day, or once a week, five minutes a day, or every day, five minutes a day. You can start your own podcast. The, the, the possibilities are limitless. You can take your light. That's why I started with this whole thing with Hanukkah. Hanukkah, as you see, you see, you walk around in Jerusalem, you see everyone's lighting, it gives you such a chizik. You see, wow, look, look around, look, everyone's doing this. This is something, I can take that light, the light of the Torah, and it doesn't have to be something that's only for myself. I can look and I can say, I can be somebody out in the wilderness, giving the Torah over to other people. I can be somebody who's inspiring other Jews to come a little closer to God. I can be someone who's inspiring other people to have a little bit more of a relationship with spirituality, make someone else a little bit more aware of the spiritual world, that though life is not so superficial. Every single person has that within them. I don't view myself as being somebody special, unusual, unbelievable. It's not true. It's nothing. Every single human being has that ability within them to inspire themselves. If you can get inspired by a word of Torah, you can inspire someone else with a word of Torah. If you can get inspired by a word of spirituality, by something, God's Torah, you can inspire someone else. If it inspires you, it can inspire someone else. The best divrei Torah that you hear from me, the one about Mashiach ben Yosef, or I don't remember, whatever, whichever one that you you heard, there was excitement in me, there was emotion in me. It's because I got inspired. I was able to inspire you. You also can take that. You can get inspired and inspire others. You can take your light. You can take that light of Hanukkah, the light of the, the, the Hanukkah Menorah, you know, we received the Torah 3,300 years ago at Har Sinai, but the, the mitzvah of Hanukkah is only 2,000 years old. I mean, it's relatively young, right? So, But it's a mitzvah that was given to us by our sages. Our sages, they were mamsi. They created this new mitzvah, this light that would shine through the darkness of our exile for 2,000 years, would inspire us to learn the Torah, to rededicate ourselves to the Torah, just like they rededicated themselves in those days to the service of Hashem. We have that opportunity to take the light of Hanukkah, not to keep it for ourselves, not to be like that hadas bamid, or not to be like that myrtle branch that smells so nice in the middle of the wilderness that no one can smell it, but rather to be like that myrtle branch in the middle of the wilderness that whoever comes along is going to smell that myrtle branch. We also can be like that. We can take the Torah that we learn. We can share it with someone else. We can take a MP3. We can take a shear that we hear, something that's inspiring, a five-minute Dvar Torah. Share it with a coworker. Share it with a friend. Share it with a sibling. Share it with a parent. Share it with a child. 
We can take the inspiration that we've gotten from somebody, let's say it's an Ari Goldwag, who's inspired you, and we can write the person an email and say thank you so much. Because, because when you, if someone sends me an email, I want you to know, I mentioned this about a year ago in a podcast, when, when you send me an email that says thank you, it gives me tremendous chizik, it strengthens me. It's like seeing those Hanak menorahs out in Jerusalem, and, and it gives me tremendous strength when I get an email saying thank you. Just a little note, if you sent me a note before, I always appreciate another one, you know, Baruch Hashem, there have been a number of people who have sent me emails. appreciate every single one. And it, and it truly inspires me to continue to do what I'm doing. I don't get paid for this, like I mentioned. And I do this really out of the... Because I want to share Torah with other people. And I'm, and I'm inspired. And I want to inspire others. I'd also like to mention that uh, we have a number of different Tivrei Torah. That uh, Baruch Hashem, Hashem has helped me. You know, we have the Daily Devar, which we started about a year ago also. That uh, has been more or less daily, depending on the Tkufa, depending on the period of time when I'm holding it. This past week was Hanukkah, it was a little bit more difficult, so I wasn't able to get any out, but I have the Daily Dvar, we have the Daily Kabbalah lesson, I just started a song and a thought, where I sing a song and I give an inspirational idea about the song and about the words, and you can do a little search on iTunes, type in Ari Goldwag, you'll pop out a number of different podcasts that I'm doing, I try to do as often as I can, and... You know, give us, give yourself a good listen. You have, you can take a five minute daily Kabbalah lesson, a five minute daily Dvar. Listen to that every day. Listen to old, old lessons. Inspire yourselves. Inspire others. You know, you hear something great, something, something that inspires you. Gishmak is something that's so inspiring. Go inspire someone else. Give it over to someone else. Take that light of Hanukkah, the light of the Torah, the light of the Torah Shabbat Peh, the beautiful Torah that we have, the, the oral traditions that we have that explain our beautiful Torah, Shabbat that we have written down the five books of Moses, Tanakh. Take that light, it gets from the first night, we start with one candle, the second night we have two candles, three candles building up, the light gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it shines out to the whole world. It's a little light in the, in the window, but as you pass by and it's very dark, it shines throughout the whole street, you can see that light everywhere you go, you're looking around, you see the beautiful candles, and it's shining out to the world. The more we are machazik each other, the more we strengthen each other with our candles, with our light of the Torah, the greater that light will be. We'll shine up the world together. Thank you so much for listening, and have a very nice week.